Nashville. Want to know what really happens in Nashville? Yes, I do. Tell me now. Beyond the Stage, a podcast that dives into a Nashville musician's journey. Dream big. The Nashville dating scene. Nashville date. Nashville date. All things Nashville. I love this city. Debates about country music. Not your average Nashville podcast. Well, average. Average-ish. When keeping it real goes right. Keep it real. Beyond the stage to the 615. Hosted by Lindsay on Air and Radio Rod. I wanted to talk to you because you have a strong opinion about Zach Bryan. <laughs> I don't know why you're shaking your head because it's very interesting to me. And I feel like a lot of Are people... Are you a Zach Bryan fan? I like Zach Bryan, but I don't know all of his music. I'm not going to lie. Okay. Um, but I really started to get into him, and I really started watching his tweets lately. Mm-hmm. So, um, But I didn't know. You're the one who put me on to say that he threw shade at Cody Johnson. So I was very intrigued for you to tell that story because uh, I don't think many people know that. I don't know if I it was did- like a direct hit, but I just, I just know they had some controversy. I don't know if they directly had controversy. I have to go probably do my digging mm-hmm. of what was happening, but I just saw like – some information about you know like he was throwing like a little shade at, at some Cody. artists that do that or m- maybe do like do the route that Cody took or Parker took. I don't know. I gotta go do more research. If you would have told me this was a topic today, I probably would have like did my my research on it. Um, but I just I just see how much he's kind of like been changing uh, his opinion, his 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 vocalness. Like now he's always that. Oh, he's super vocal right now. Yeah, right. No. But the reason why I'm saying that or talking to you about this is because you told me about this, and yeah. then I started paying attention because yeah. I wasn't paying attention before. Yeah. And now I'm like, damn, he is like being real vocal, and he's being real vocal about like I don't want to be associated with Nashville, and Nashville, and like, and I'm I like, I want to be invited, and blah 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 blah. And I'm just like, okay. I mean, I wasn't fa- I wasn't a fan of him. Before, before that, okay. So, so I, I mean, it didn't really make a difference to me, regardless. But you're you're a big Cody John, big Cody Johnson fan. Oh yeah. Okay, so what you're saying, you were saying that basically, Zach Bryan was saying that Cody Johnson sold out, right? Like yeah, essentially, like, like folded into the industry or caved into the industry. And I don't, I, I don't. That that was interesting to me because I'm like, I can't look at Cody Johnson and say that. But a lot of artists. A I lot of artists. I wouldn't say a lot of artists do that. What they do is they they play the game, get their bag. Yeah, they not get your bag while you can still make music. Right. They they play the game because like in in any genre of music, most of the times the first album an artist puts out is very radio driven. It's very driven by the record label, what they want, singles, etc. And then you get to their second album and then it's like really more authentically them. Yeah. Right. It's almost like they albums are cheap already to begin with. Well, nowadays albums aren't the biggest thing. Right. I get it. You gotta, you gotta really like what you're going to put out. And artists have a lot of say in what they put out because it is them paying in reality. But I just feel like he started off as something that was authentic and then now Zach that the Bryan. industry, yeah, now that the industry is kind of getting a hold of him, he's just completely changing. Like I just, I feel like he's a, I feel like he's a hypocrite, you know, because he's like he's talking about I don't want to be associated with Nashville, I don't, I don't want to be invited to these award shows, I don't care if I get nominated. But then he just signed a freaking a record, record deal, one of the biggest record labels in Nashville. Yeah, so I'm just like. Don't like try to big dick the the industry like you're the big badass. Even though I mean he's doing remarkable numbers, and I, I'm not taking that away from him. Sure, I just I don't like the like way. Like why? He's, so, do you think he's like purposely trying to be the outcast? I feel like he just wants to. He wants to make it sound like to his fans that he's being real and staying 
10 toes down on what he believes in. So he's like being vocal about it. And now that he has a platform to be vocal, I think that's what he's doing. But he's trying to, he's trying to basically tell his fans like, Hey, I will not back down to what I believe in. Um, now that I have a massive fan base, like now you can all come along this journey with me. That's what I feel like he's doing. Because okay. nobody else that was getting shade and shit for what they did ever had to make these statements, right? Like right. when Cody Johnson was doing these military veteran shout out and people were thinking it was so associated with politics and he got a whole bunch of hate on social media. He never came out on social media, which is like, hey, let me defend myself because everybody's like yelling at me. Same thing with Parker. When people said that he was changing his sound, he didn't go on social media and be like, hey, like I'm still Texas. Like, please don't, don't, don't hate me blah 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 what he all they did was continue to make their music got their message across by still continuing to make the music and doing their live concerts and stuff like that and seeing what they had to say and then going on about their business right but zach bryan got this big ass platform now to do what he wants and now he's being a little bitch and fucking just rambling and and going on social media and using it for what he has for granted yeah it's really interesting this is his tweet this is his tweet today okay and he's talking to his audience. He said, anything y'all want to hear on this upcoming tour, the top three, I'll add to my set list. And then he says, no one-offs for my 2017 SoundCloud, Zach, please. So it's interesting. So I'm like, he, you're saying that he's trying to portray, I'm sticking to what I believe in, but like, that's how he got started was on SoundCloud. But now he's saying, no, too. no, you yeah. can't. You can give me a request, but you can't give me the request of like how you found it's me. Because a lo- I feel like a lot of his fans like his old stuff. Like, his newer album, not bad, right? But it's, it's like 30-something 30, 30 songs mm-hmm. of shit that I did not want to listen to. Okay, right? so like, I haven't listened to the old, so I, I can't even speak can, on that. I don't think you can. If you're not a fan, <laughs> if you're not a fan of that man, you cannot listen to that thing all the way through. Because it's, it's fucking boring. It's literally boring. <laughs> his music is more so like bonfire, sitting around, just chilling, like very mellow vibes. But you have to have an ear and a niche for his sound. That's what it is. Like, So his fans that he does have will ride behind him 100%, mm-hmm. right? Now, if his fans ever, if this controversy with the whole Cody Johnson thing is bigger than maybe what I read, then that's a whole different ballgame because then I'm going to really hate him. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I need didn't, to go actually research it a little bit more. Right. Well, well, I didn't even know. Like I said, I didn't even know that this was a thing until you told me. Because I feel like you have your pulse, your thumb on the pulse of everything that's happening in country music. Yeah. Like I have my thumb on, but I'm like you're way deeper in than I am. And so when you said that, I was like, damn. Like I, I can't believe anybody would say that Cody Johnson, regardless, even new established artist, whoever would even say that Cody Johnson switched up yeah I, I just i don't say i don't see how that's possible He's one of the very few authentic ones that still have never changed anything about him yeah for his or his music at all yeah um so it was interesting to me when you said that that's why i was like damn what and then like i said then i started paying attention yeah and i'm like damn he's like just going off he on twitter vocal. always he's always on twitter and just i was like i wonder if they're tr- it, if someone had told him, like, the strategy is, like, we're going to make you the outcast. Like, you know, we're going to. No, you give a fucking, you give a guy popularity and they have two routes to take it. They neither enhance that and figure out how to, like, really embrace their popularity and, and boost that up for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Or you have motherfuckers that get carried away with now the publicity and they do what they want and feel like they can say and act however they want. 
Mm, That's okay. a, you have two routes to take, and he's I don't even know how old he is. I think he's younger than I think he's younger than me. I think he's I think he's like twenty four. Twenty five. I, I was gonna say twenty five or twenty six. He's somewhere up there, but he, like yeah. like I said, you give you give somebody like that who's small town, which is making music on YouTube and SoundCloud, and very like you know just quite reserve a popularity, a stage, a, an audience, a so fan base. Into his like, head. Oh shit! Now what do I do with all this when I'm not used to it? And that's why like. I don't. I just don't understand what he thinks he's what. What is he's he's accomplishing, off of just being too opinionated about stuff that can beneficial benefit him in the future on social media. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Like when he was like, I don't want it. When he tweeted out a couple of days ago, I don't want to be associated with Nashville. Yeah, like, then he sto- He he kind of backtracked on that and said, "Let me explain." He was like, "I, I think there's a lot of talent in Nashville, but." I didn't want to do the the normal thing and go and write and record in Nashville. I wanted to go write and record in New York. And I'm like, okay, but that's just your preference. And he said the same thing about the award shows. Like, I don't care to be nominated, and I don't think I ever want to show up to an award show, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, this is what I'm talking about. Like. Your label is gonna is gonna have to start forcing you to do some stuff because Warner's yeah. not gonna just hold you to not go to. Oh, they won't push you, right? Yeah, like they're pushing for their audience. They want to be that top dog as yep. far as a record label. So, like, yep. if you're gonna tell them, like, "Hey, Warner, I don't feel like going to CMAs and ACM Awards," so tell them don't nominate me. Like what? So then, when a couple years from now, when they do, when he is in an award show, I hope somebody brings up a tweet when he was like, "Yeah, I'm like I don't want to go to fucking, I don't want to go to the award shows, blah 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 blah." And then it's like, okay, we'll see. I mean, okay, I I want to play devil's advocate here a little bit because, and we won't dive too much into it, but there is politics when it comes to the awards. I mean that I'll, I'll just use an example as Morgan Wallen, okay. Um, we went to CMAs. I mean, he got snuffed big time for the Dangerous album. He should have won a couple different uh, awards for that. And when they panned to him, his face was like they he knew he wasn't going to win because they they just now allowed him back into the award shows. Yeah, they just now allowed him to be nominated. And the crazy thing, we I was talking to somebody about this last night at Tim Pan's Up. I was like, the crazy thing about Morgan Wallen, he should have won for the Dangerous album. And at that point, as a fan, you're like, damn, they could have given it to him though. They, you can't. You can't. Not, what do you mean? Is it based on numbers? Because if can't. it's based on numbers, you can give them that you award. Can, but but Entertainer of the Year, which is what everybody was mostly mad about, mm. is different. Like that's a different vote. Okay, game, that's right? fair. No, song of the Year, that. Song of the Year. When they when you put a song in the air by Dirt, when you really, when you statistically look at numbers, by Dirt was on every damn radio station, and mm. it was a mix of Luke Bryan and Jordan Davis, mm. right? Not just Morgan Wallen by himself. Mm-hmm. Now, Morgan Wallen is the number one top streaming artist. Yeah, because everybody plays the shit out of his music. Mm-hmm. But radio stations weren't playing him after the whole Cut. incident happened. So when you think about numbers, By Dirt is on everybody's radio right, station. Right, but if he wasn't pulled like he was. If he wasn't pulled, there's a, that's a different story. But that's not what people are arguing. People are arguing Entertainer of the Year. Now, he's not a fucking entertainer. Neither is, neither is Luke Bryan. I mean, uh, Luke Holmes. They're not Entertainer of the Year. They're not entertainers. I would agree with that. But they couldn't keep giving it to Miranda or Carrie over and over and over or Chris Stapleton because it's like, how many more times do these motherfuckers have to win? Mm. Right? Well, so- I mean, Carrie Underwood puts on a hell of she a does. show. She does. Hell. And you want to talk about entertainer? I she can wipe out everybody every time. She's an entertainer. Absolutely. Carrie Underwood by, by far. But I, I agree with you on the Morgan Wong thing because I'm a fan of his. Love the music. Went to the free show. That was the first time I actually seen him perform. Yeah, I was like, mm. exactly. Performances. Mm. Yeah, numbers it's, wise, he's blowing. Music, he's blowing great. a lot of people out. And I feel like yeah. this yeah. year 
is going to be different. I feel like if he's up for ACM, he has all the platform to win it now. Yeah. CMA's next year, he has all the platforms to win it now. 100%. Well, and I, I have to give him credit for that because honestly, we're like, how is he going to outdo himself on the Dangerous album? Because you're like, that's phenomenal. The numbers he did, even when he was pulled off radio stations, yeah. pulled off appearances, pulled off performances, all this shit. And then, you know, he comes out with the 36 song album. I'm gonna and you're like, you. damn, he I'm outdid himself. You. What? It was all right. Oh, my God. It was all right. Rodney. I'm sorry to tell you, but oh when, you, when, you, when you really sit down and listen to this Luke Holmes album. Luke Holmes or Morgan Wallen? This Luke Holmes album is better, okay. th- is better than Morgan Wallen's. I'm sorry. I haven't listened to the whole Luke Holmes album, so I can't state that. But I I'm mean, sorry. You gotta, but Keith Whitley, the, the Keith Whitley song. Oh my God, I love that song. When you're listening to albums, you gotta be sitting there focused, listening to the albums. If you're gonna go on a drive, the, the, like it has to be up. You can't listen to the album when there's like people in the room, you're having conversations and stuff like that because you miss the music, right? So when I first listened to the Morgan Wallum album, I was with a group of people. We were all in the house. We were all listening to 36. We weren't gonna get through 36 songs. So we only went halfway. Our, Mental. I mean, we weren't. Well, even you're in a social attention. setting, exactly. so you start talking, you start doing exactly. things. So right. my first go around with the Luke Holmes one was like I was in the truck, I was just listening to that joint. I was like, damn, this is really, really good. So I had to go back and listen to the Morgan Wallen one, and it's cool. But I feel like when you're like, if you're really trying to connect to country music, right? Like, I, like he even said it. Like he was like, I feel like with 36 albums on a on a or 36 songs, songs. on an album, yeah. I can experiment. Right, so he was that. So the 180 lifestyle was like, oh, this is. A, let me just do a young thug twist because I can do that. Because one, my fans are gonna ride behind me, whatever the fuck I put out. And two, it's a 36 song album. I can I can afford to fuck up one or two, right? So that's what he did. Because even I feel like even that Hardy one wasn't even that good. There was a there was a couple on there that were just not that good. But he had so many other good ones that kind of made out and outweighed the bad. Now with the Luke Holmes one, it's like you maybe had. One that you wouldn't ride, like, like ride behind, it's 18 songs, and it's like, but only like one is like mid. Everything else is like, you play this song, it's gonna, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. It's, pheno- it's a phenomenal the song. The Joe song's my favorite. And, yeah. and he only put out a couple of those beforehand. So like all the yeah. rest that it came out, and then the Tracy Chapman um, cover to Fast Car was... I feel like that beats every fucking song Morgan Wallen had on his album. And that was a cover. I don't know if I'd say that, but yeah, I mean, it was pretty phenomenal. Fast car. (laughs) That cover was nuts. She's a legend, by the way. That cover was nuts. That album is better than Morgan's. I don't care. Uh, I I mean, like I said, I haven't heard the whole full album of Luke Holmes, so I'm not even going to lie to you. But uh, I can't say that. But I I I I get it. Morgan Wallen's fans fans are going to ride behind him. I get it. I, I think... I don't disagree with what you said, though. Like the experimentation of him kind of just kind of doing whatever because I have 36 songs. That's absolutely what he did. Yeah. I still think the album's phenomenal. I think he, I it think is he a al- good album. I'm not saying And the it's fact not that, well, and good. then, and then, and also, you got to think too, like, you know, all the artists are pushed to release singles now, not to release albums. Back in the day, it was all about the album. Now it's about single, 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 single. It's never really about the whole album. And so the fact that he went against, I mean, I know Chase Rice is putting out albums six, seven songs, right? Because they're they're splitting it up, and then then there's a part two, and then all the bullshit, right? That's marketing tactics. But but the fact that he kind of went against the grain was like, nah, I'm gonna put 36 songs on it, whether it's for an experiment or not. Went against the grain. He experimented songs wise. I understand. Putting 36 out is 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 smart. That's that's what I'm saying. A lot of music that's gonna last you. Two, right, two and a half years. Most most albums that are coming out right now are having six to ten songs on them. Who? Chase Rice did it. 
No, uh, you're looking at all like the, the boo-boo pop motherfuckers. <laughs> Zach Bryan put out a 36-1. Cody Johnson was a double album. Yeah, it was a double album. Yeah, yeah everybody's put, if you have the money to do it, why not? Uh, Parker McCollum's coming out with a, with one. Well, how many songs is he going to have? I don't know how many he's going to do, but he's coming okay. out with a, with a bigger album. Well, I'm saying for a while, though, the trend was having smaller albums, right? Because they... they well, the EP is only like six to five songs, so the album's got to be at least over ten. It wouldn't make any sense to put out a, a six-song album with an EP that you dropped right before. Yeah, well, they were doing it. They were like, oh, part one, part two is what they were doing. Right. Because they were saying, you know, you have to focus on singles. It's all about singles, right? Um, I don't know. I just, I, I think that Morgan Wallen is by far, what do I want to say before you yell at me? Uh, I'm trying to think of the word I want to say, because I feel like you're about to yell at me or whatever, uh, the, whatever word I'll use. But I feel like no one statistically, I don't want to say artistically, because I, I, I know you're going to come at me with Cody Johnson, um, can top Morgan Wallen right now. Statistically, yeah, you're right. You're right. And I'll give it to you. I, I'm not, I'm not can't. that much of a like, oh, like, no. That's I mean, like, I love facts Cody Johnson, facts. too. Facts facts. Yeah. And numbers-wise, he's blowing out everyone, everybody. Everyone. Yeah. Like, I get it. But it's not better. <laughs> okay. So, all right. I, I wanted to talk about the Zach Bryan, and we went into Cody Johnson. But what do you? Th- who do you think is better, just opinion-wise? We're not going to base it on numbers. Cody Johnson or Morgan Wallen? Who am I picking? Yeah. <laughs> You already know which way I'm going. I know. I'm not. I just want you to say it. I'm not putting anyone over Kojo. Okay. Period. Okay. It doesn't matter who it is. That doesn't matter who it is. Okay. And that is that. Is that solely because you're a Texas boy? It's solely because everything he stands for, puts out, and produces is fucking country, country music. And it's just, it's, there's more to what he puts out, right? Like, he's not going to put out experimental songs because he knows whatever song no, he, he puts out yeah, he has a reason. It has a reason, mm-hmm. right? If you go to his concerts, you can expect a performance. Not, Bro. oh, and maybe if he's on a world tour and this is the last tour, we're going to get half energy. No. It's going to mm-hmm. be, you can expect a performance every time. Cody Johnson fans are always going to show up for Cody Johnson because they know what to, to expect. They know what they're going to get every freaking time. Mm-hmm. If Cody Johnson said he's going to release a song, the whole world is going to be tuned in because they know what to expect every freaking time. And it's not just music. He puts out a story. He puts out stories. His whole album very, was phenomenal. Yeah, it's... Don't be mad at me when I compare it to him, but I love Kanye West. It's very much what Kanye West used to yes, do. Yes, that's fine. I, I mean, he used to put Kanye out short yeah. films, which was the whole story of the whole entire album. Not one song. It was all coincided. Yeah. It's very much Kanye West, what yeah. Kanye used to do. Yeah. No, I, I love that. Um, I don't know. I feel like Morgan Wallen and Cody Johnson are very much like you almost can't even compare them. You, that's what everybody says, that's, but you can't. Yeah, but you can't. <laughs> you can't. No, you really, you really can't because 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 it's just different. Realistically, both different. realistically, yeah. like if somebody was like business wise outside looking in, they ha- they have to go with Morgan. It's like it's like if you if you have I uh, wouldn't. I mean, if you ha- if you are like an NFL team, right, mm-hmm. and you you have to have a first round draft pick, mm-hmm. they're gonna have to pick Morgan Wallen, right? They're gonna have to pick him, right? Even if that number two option is probably more talented probably more talented mm. has way more to offer maybe it will even last longer you got to go with the number one pick because you're not going to give up a number one pick right so the, of course everybody's going to go with morgan wallet 
right? Now, you will have the people that stand behind Kojo that are going to be like, no, fuck that. Morgan ain't nothing. But realistically, yeah, everybody's going to pick Morgan Wallen. But I'm telling you, when you look at the timeline, I just feel like Kojo has way more authenticity to what he did, where he came from, what he's producing, and all that he's doing, right? Like, if you're talking about country music and its roots, like, he grew up on that, you know? Like, and I'm not saying that Morgan's not, like, country or anything like that. He's a country boy, right? But his journey, I feel like, cannot top what Cody Johnson has been through, mm-hmm. his lifestyle that he used to live, the mm-hmm. whole rodeo world. Yeah, like, like I mean, his everything dream, right. a part of, like, what he put out and what he does like even to this day like he still stands behind everything that he was about even before then Mm -hmm. he just feels like so much more of a real artist to connect with Mm -hmm. than somebody who's just so like you give somebody the limelight and the and the and they have the voice and they just run with it and do whatever yeah I, that, and that that's a fair assessment i will say just as a fan the feeling is different watching them perform like when i watch cody johnson i love that song dear rodeo it's almost like a dear radio song for me I fucking cried the first time. I swear to God. I don't even cry. I'm a Virgo. First off, I don't cry in public, number one. Yeah. Number two, definitely not around people. And I fuck, because it just, it hit me. Like, I can't even explain it. It it hit me right in the heart yeah. when I was watching Cody Johnson perform for the first time. Now, listen, I'm a fan of Morgan Wallen. I don't get that vibe. when I enjoy myself listening to Morgan's music, Yes, cause he's, but I'm not yeah. getting that where it's like, I mean, it's like literally touching my soul. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I will give you that. It's, it's it definitely a different vibe. Watch. I'm just talking from a fan standpoint, right? Yeah. Going to the concert because I feel like what you're saying when they're more authentic, you, I mean, it's just, it's like, it's like more than just relating. It's almost like, I mean, I feel like he's like wrote this song about my life even though it's about his life, yeah. right? And that's a when an artist can do that. As I told you, he makes relatable music. It's completely I just, different. I just don't think anybody non-biased, like n- like no bullshit. You really cannot say Morgan Wallen is a better performer than Cody Johnson. Like there's just no, there's yeah. just no way. Anybody yeah. that says that, I feel like it's just pure <laughs> ignorant and just not pay attention. And that's yeah. not even from a fan standpoint. Like yeah. when you really go watch the two, yeah. you, if you sit here and tell me that Morgan Wallen puts on a fucking show, you're a complete idiot. <laughs> Compared to Cody Johnson, like that's yeah. no, yeah, that's uh, and that's fair, but it's okay. It's very much reminiscent of this. So you watch? Did you watch the Super Bowl performance by Rihanna? Yes. Okay, so people got mad at me because I said the per- the performance was eh, it was meh, and I and I like Rihanna's music, and they're like, oh my god, you're just hating. You didn't want to see him like what? No, I watch performances all the time, and obviously she was pregnant, so it was a little bit less restrictive than what she probably normally would have done if she was not pregnant. Yeah. But still, it's just like, it was like 10,000 backup dancers and that's all it was. The performance was eh. And I like Rihanna's music. And people were mad saying that I was just hating. I'm No. I'm just judging the actual performance. That's all it is. Yeah. That doesn't mean I don't like her music. That doesn't mean I don't think she's talented. Well, then what's a good performance? What's a good Super Bowl performance in your mind then? Uh, the year prior, do you remember the year prior where they had Eminem, Dr. Dre, Anderson Pack on the drums? Yeah. That was a hell of a fucking performance. You don't think that, why was that? That was, a, Prince, that was a performance? Prince, Prince was a hell you think they just had a lot of good music and a lot of respected no. artists that made that No, I thought that. Performance well, I was, impactful. Because that's, a, I feel like that's what you're saying with Rihanna. Like, the performance was mid, but she has so many high caliber songs that everybody was like, oh my God, it was the greatest thing in the Correct. world. Correct. That's fair. That's so fair. Is that, are you, but would the, that not be the same one for, for the year before? Because 
Snoop Dogg just went up there and just stood and walked around, but he's so respected in the industry that it's like, it's the Snoop Dogg. So it just made it a high-class performance, even though they didn't really do anything. Because if we're really talking about putting on a show, Maroon 5. Maroon 5 did a great job. Put on a fucking show. Yeah, that's fair. Beyonce, put on a show. Mm -hmm. I would say Prince. Prince put a hell of a show on. I forget what year it was. Um, that he performed, but that was a hell of a show. I mean, it's fucking Prince. Yeah. I mean, he's, it's Prince. Um, but I was just saying, like, it's very reminiscent of just Morgan Wallen is very reminiscent of that performance, meaning it's just like the music's good, but it's just the performances. Yeah. I just like, like, how many songs can you tell me of Morgan? That, like, you listen to it, it's like, fuck, I relate to that so much. Like, that's not, oh, my girlfriend broke up with me or some shit, where I'm like, <laughs> sad boy hours. Like, when you're thinking about, like, his slower, sad songs that he's, like, really into about, or that were overhyped. So, like, not overhyped, but, like, Sand in My Boots was one that, like, they sent to radio. It was one that he would play on the piano that was supposed to be super, like, intimate, right? Mm-hmm. So, Sand on My Boots. Like, is that something that everyone is going to relate to? Like, is there a song from Morgan Wallen that you can tell me that's like, damn. That really hit me. Well, that I mean, that's kind of what I was just saying. Like when I actually went to Cody Johnson and seen him perform. Yeah. So like, dear Rodeo. So I, you're, I hate this shit because you're literally putting me on the fucking spot, and I really, the honest answer is no. I, and hate, I feel like you can ask. I literally hate to even you say can that. Ask so many Morgan Wallen fans, and I guarantee they they, they can't tell me a song that just hits you like that, right? Damn it! I just fucking hate to say you're right. <laughs> Luke Holmes, Luke Luke Holmes, Luke Holmes is a different story. He has multiple, right? Yeah. Cody Johnson, right? Till you can't is till you can't. A song is the song of one of the top songs right now for a reason. Mm-hmm. Because that song is relatable. Oh my god! Right? That second verse comes around. And he talks it's about like, take that phone call for your mom. Bam! Instantly, everybody's like, "Fuck!" So maybe I don't call my mom enough. And it's like it yeah. hits you. It's like maybe they start talking. It your, well, it hits your soul. It hits, it hits, it hits your you soul. because he talks about taking that phone call. You never know when it's your last day. Everybody's lost a loved one. Like that hits you, dear rodeo. It hits you. It's something that you had to give up because you had to be realistic about a lifestyle that you wanted to live. That hits you. Cody Johnson makes fucking music for people. You cannot tell me that Morgan Wallen is better than Cody Johnson realistically. I will argue with everybody every day about this because it's you just can't tell Damn me that. Damn it! I wish I had the fucking cameras up right now because oh I should. God. I want. I want to record it. I would have recorded that response from you. And that's only but newer country. That's only, it's only newer, newer stuff, songs. Yeah. For the real fans, it goes farther back than that. Way further back than that. Damn it! You're right. You're right. Don't argue with me about city boys and country music. Well, I wasn't trying to argue. I was just trying to propose a debate. But you're right. And the, uh, I mean, I don't know what else to say. You're fucking right. And that's it. You're right. Ronnie's right. Because you think about it and you're like, damn, what Morgan Wallen song has, even though I'm a fan, has affected me like Cody Johnson and I thought about it for a brief. I was like, "There's not going to be one." No, because not like you're that. Have so many people that are going to be like, "Well, I think chasing you really hit me because like <laughs> there was this one girl that I really just like." <laughs> shut the fuck up. That's that's not it. It's Everybody not so makes those kind of songs, right? You mm. cannot. You cannot make. Can't just anybody make a Kojo song. Period. There's a lot of people that can sound like Morgan Wallen. There's a lot of people that can do that shit because mm-hmm. there's so many. Pop country artists out there. Mm. Sam Hunt. He makes the same kind of music Morgan Wallen's doing. 
Get the fuck out of here. He's over here rapping with. Come on, man. Come on. Listen. Come on. I think Morgan Wallen is more talented than Sam Hunt. Okay. He's a better songwriter. And yeah, I, I, I see where you're going with the comparison. And no, Morgan Wallen's not going to compare to the soul grab that Cody Johnson does. I mean, that's there really is. There's no other way to say it. it it's not happening. <laughs> but to compare Morgan Wallen to Sam Hunt. I, mean, I, I said they're making the same kind of style of music. <clears throat> Slightly. <laughs> Slightly. Sam Hunt started. <laughs> paved the, he basically almost paved the way for motherfuckers to get into pop country. Sam Hunt? House party? To the cop car, like this sad, soft, freaking uh, I, I guess country sounding back Drake road. Con- he's the Drake of okay. country music. Uh, that's I wouldn't disagree with that because you're right. Back road was you know a crossover song where they were playing on top forty. They were playing on t- hot AC. I mean they're they're playing you know they're playing him everywhere. So I kind of see where you're saying okay he paved the way for pop country, but there was I mean I mean realistically it probably would have been FGL. Is what everybody would FGL say. or FGL Chase Rice was, you know. Chase Rice came a little bit later on. I mean, Chase Rice got his start from riding cruise with FGL House. Yeah. So I guess it would be after FGL. Yeah. Okay, so you're fucking right again. They is make, that what you want? Look, look, is that they what make, you want? They make good music. I have nothing against it. I just, I just realistically don't see people coming with a valid argument that. Morgan Wallen is better than Cody Johnson. I just don't see it. You know, I didn't come into this podcast to tell you you were right three times. Okay, this is not this is not the energy I came here for. If anybody ever wants to have that debate, like, please, I am open to the conversation because I would love to hear why somebody would be that stupid. No, I'm just kidding. But why they would be? Why they would personally think Morgan is better than Cody? I just really want to know what are your valid points. And I argue statistics. I argue logic. Like I'm not arguing yeah, from a fan I, standpoint. I, I mean, just really want to know what is your argument. I mean. Technically, I was. I think that they really can't be compared. As I was just saying, it's almost like a Biggie and Tupac situation, where Biggie was very vibrant with his words, and so you could be like, you could see what Biggie was rapping about, right? You see the picture, yeah. But when Tupac rap, <laughs> you felt that motherfucker. Yeah, you felt what he was saying. You didn't. I mean, you were just like you were there with him. Where Biggie's just putting a picture in your head. So I think those two are not comparable because it's so different. And that's kind of where I was going with the Morgan Wallen and the Cody Johnson See, somebody, thing. So somebody but, just said, stats alone says Morgan is a better man, right? But you it's not argue, just about statistics. Yeah, exactly. That's what I said. Because, you can't argue about stats. So I know like everybody knows numbers don't lie because that's what Jay-Z said. But numbers don't tell the whole story. Correct? Yeah, facts. Right? Facts. So it's... So, and we already addressed that statistically. We already addressed the statistics, right? Yeah. So it's like... Okay, but you can't base everything off the statistics. Yeah. It doesn't mean shit. It just doesn't. Okay. Because it's like it's like it's like it's like saying money buys you happiness, right? Money makes right. you happy. Money makes you happy, but it doesn't buy you happiness, right? And that's why I feel like that's what it is. Like Morgan Wallen is going to give you talent. He's going to give you phenomenal music, right? He's going to have stats behind him because he has a whole fan base that's going to back him, especially with the whole like my my thing is just like if somebody fucks up Whatever the, I, I'm not, I don't have any opinion about what the fuck happened. I don't care. But like, if somebody fucks up in the industry, gets cut from everything, and has a fan base that makes him double his plays, what is you? Th- what do you think that's going to say about stats 
to begin with, right? That's not artist. That's not, that's no longer an artist to fan relationship. That is like, we're going to ride behind him because they are hating on him. So we want to be with him. We want to stand with him because the industry is trying to take, take him away from us, blah, 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 blah. Cool, right? Cody Johnson, his music is, it hits people for a personal connection reason, not stats. I'm not arguing that mm-hmm. Morgan Wallen's better than Cody Johnson for stats wise. Yeah, we, right. I, everybody knows that. Right. Right. He's doing different stuff that Kojo and, didn't want to do early on. If Kojo right. wanted to sign to a label early on, he could have did that in 2016. He chose not to because he wanted to be independent for so long. That's why I'm saying like you can't compare it the two on stats because if Cody Johnson would have been in it as long as Morgan did and caved in to everything that the label wanted him to do, it's a different fucking ball game. But I came to Nashville in 2019 and Kojo didn't even have a song on the radio yet. Right, right. No song on the radio. People in Nashville didn't even know who Kojo was. Mm-hmm. He had That's been a, a he had already That's been a, a big thing. So I'm not I'm you can't argue that. Cuz he was big stats. in Texas. Exactly. Yeah. He, he was, was massive in Texas, in Texas because yeah. we stood on real on country music that had that told a story that was passionate that was real. Like Texans, they say Texas is its own country because Red we dirt love country music. our Texas. We love Texas. Everybody mm-hmm. from Texas loves Texas. Fact. Everybody in Nashville is not even fucking from here. <laughs> I know it's true. It's true. I mean, I'm not from Texas. I'm not going to claim that I am. But when I when I moved there, you really realize that Texas is its own country. I have this shirt that says "American Till Texas Secedes." Yeah, <laughs> like fact. Because you when you when you go to Texas, you're almost engulfed in that whole culture. There's no way not to be. Yeah, I didn't even know that's what what was going to happen when I moved there. But I'm not from there. But I I, I do love Texas for that. Um, but the red dirt country scene yeah. is completely different. And really, they kind of buck the Nashville country scene. Yeah. The red dirt country scene does not like the Nashville country they scene. Don't. They, they don't. They don't like it. They don't. But not everybody from from the pop country world is going to like red dirt, right? We're not, sure. trying to, we're not trying to make people love Texas music. Texas is not trying to make... I mean, I mean, uh, Nashville and, and pop country is not trying to make people love pop music, right? Everybody mm-hmm. has their own taste. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't argue the stats in that in that situation, though. It's, Cause it's like because it doesn't tell the whole like, story. Here, here, talk about stats, cool. But right, drive his ass down to Texas, everything changes, right? Because they don't play Morgan Wallen that much out there. So how are you going to compare stats in Texas? You can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does it right? It's Nashville's true. winning because it has it's the home of country music because it's country music capital. Everything is here. Every major industry, record label, companies, they're all here, right? But that makes and that's why when when Kojo's not in that mix, it's because he's known in Texas. He's bigger over there, right? Now drive your happy ass over there to Texas <laughs> and see how many how, how many fucking Morgan Wallen songs you hear as compared to the real the Casey Donahue's, the mm-hmm. fucking the Pat Greens, the fucking Bowen. Aaron Watson, mm-hmm. like all those. You'll hear the Tristan Reyes, the Braxton Keys. You're not gonna hear as much pop shit over there. Right, mm-hmm. regardless if it's a mainstream station or not, Texas stands behind Texas country. That's what you're gonna hear. So you can't compare the two off of stats. You gotta compare who do you genuinely like and who would you pay the money for to go see because you actually like what they're doing. Mm-hmm. That's the difference. You can't compare stats. Damn. Well, we're gonna end this podcast with Ronnie is right. <laughs> <laughs> Rodney is right, and there's really all right. So, the, so Morgan Wallen versus Cody Johnson. There's not really a debate. That's basically what you said. That's basically the conclusion. That's what I'm That's saying. That's basically the conclusion. That should be the conclusion, but people are going to argue that man to the day that he dies. And it's it's only going to make it look like I'm a fucking Morgan Wallen hater, and I'm not. No. I, and I'm I, not. I didn't, I didn't get that vibe. 
I, I get the vibe you stand behind Cody Johnson. I stand Johnson. behind Kojo, 100%. 100%. But I didn't get the vibe you were a Morgan Wallen hater at all. At all. At all. It just, you were basically calling Morgan Wallen what he is. It is what it is. You can compare him to anybody else. And it's a, <laughs> we can open up a conversation. But what we're not going to do is compare him to Cody Johnson. I, I just cannot do that. All right. That's, that. that's fair. Do you want to do an episode next about Red Dirt Country? No, because... Because people won't get it, you don't, don't think? Yeah, they're not going to care to get it. It, it. it won't make any sense for... But it's, 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 I feel like it's its own genre. It is. It's its, its own music. But trying to explain that to somebody is... All not, right, that's well, fair. It's, like, it's just like, you know, what you grew up on, you stand behind. All right. It's kind of like what it is, but... Well, that's mm. fair. There's, so the conclusion of this podcast is you cannot really have any debate about Morgan Wallen and Cody Johnson. That's fair. That's just me. 